Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. I'm so glad you've chosen to join me today in my special reading place. Yesterday, I found the first daffodil of the season in my yard. I was so excited that I brought it right into the house and put it into a vase where I can enjoy the one until I can add others to it. It made me realize that spring will be here before we know it, and that helped me select the next parable from nature that I would like to share with you. It won't be long before the birds will be looking for places to build their nest and lay their eggs and have their little baby birds, and that is what this story is about that I'd like to share with you today. It's about Mr. and Mrs. Wren's second house. Now, a wren is a small brown songbird. So use your mind's eye to imagine these dear little birds as I read the story to you. This will be the second of the stories that I've read to you from the book of Parables from Nature by J. Calvin Reed. Erdman's Publishing Company has given me permission to read them to you. You know, a parable is a simple story used to teach a lesson as told by Jesus in the Bible. So after I read this story about Mr. and Mrs. Wren, I will read a parable that Jesus told that's similar to the Wren's experience. Now, get your ears ready to listen carefully and your imagination ready to see the story of Mr. and Mrs. Wren's Second House by J. Calvin Reed. Fortunately, Mr. Wren was not very far away when he heard the crash. He hurried home as fast as his wings could carry him. There at the foot of the tree lay their pretty little house, but Mrs. Wren was not to be seen anywhere. Margie, Margie, he called. Where are you? From inside the house he heard a faint chirp. Rushing in, he found Mrs. Wren dazed and frightened, but not seriously hurt. I think I'm all right, she said. Help me out so I can get some fresh air. From the outside, Mr. and Mrs. Wren surveyed their wrecked house and wondered what to do. They had chosen it early in the spring because it was so new and pretty. Built by a boy scout, it had four plank walls and a floor, an arched roof, a neat round front door, and a fresh coat of gray paint. The bottom plank was nailed about 15 feet above the ground to the trunk of a wild cherry tree. Mr. and Mrs. Wren had been so thrilled with the looks of the little house that they'd failed to notice the split in the floor plank where it was nailed to the tree. Merrily, they had moved in and began building their nest. Before long, their work was completed, and Mrs. Wren had already laid one egg when the windstorm came that widened the split in the weak plank until it broke in two, and their house, nest, Egg, Mrs. Wren, and all came tumbling to the ground. We should have noticed how poorly it was fastened to the tree, said Mrs. Wren. Never again will we choose a house simply because it looks nice from the outside. 
So Mr. and Mrs. Wren began looking around for a place to build a second nest. And what kind of house do you suppose they chose this time? Believe it or not, the mailbox on the front of Mr. Man's brick house. As a matter of fact, they had a chance to go back to their pretty little gray wooden house, for within a few hours after it had fallen, the Boy Scout nailed it together again and put it back in the same wild cherry tree. This time he fastened it very carefully with a strong wire. Mr. and Mrs. Wren looked it over, but decided upon the mailbox instead. This house said Mrs. Wren to her husband, is not pretty like the little gray wooden house, but its shape is square, its roof flat, its color black, and it is rusty in spots, but it is made of metal and securely fastened by two strong screws to the porch wall. It doesn't look as classy as the other house, but it is stronger and more secure. Here our children will be safe no matter how hard the rain falls or how strong the wind blows. Now when Mr. Man noticed that the wrens were building their nest in his mailbox, he watched for the mailman, and as soon as he saw him coming, told him to please leave the mail each morning on the inside of the front screen door so that the wrens could have the exclusive use of the mailbox for their new home. Before summer arrived, there were three little eggs in the wren's nest, and before summer ended, the three little nests had become three little wrens. When finally they were strong enough, to fly away with their mother and father to add their merry songs to the music of Birdland, Mr. and Mrs. Wren were very happy, and Mrs. Wren said, What a wonderful home that was in which to raise our children. How fortunate we were to find such a strong, safe house. Yes, replied Mr. Wren, and how kind Mr. Man and the mailman were to allow us to have it rent-free. What do you say that we go back next year and see if we can make the same arrangements? To this Mrs. Wren heartily agreed. I feel sure that Mr. Man and the mailman will both be glad to see them again, don't you? And now I want to tell you something special. Almost all of the story about Mr. and Mrs. Wren is true. One spring, two wrens built their first nest in a Boy Scout birdhouse near the home of Mr. Reed, who wrote this story. Then the house fell down, and then those two wrens built their nest and raised their little family in his mailbox. Only a short time before Mr. and Mrs. Wren moved in, he had written a book about birds, and now a family of birds was living right in his mailbox. Maybe they had read the book. It is for children, and it's called Bird Life in Wington. In the Bible, Jesus tells a story about the experience of two builders in the book of Luke, Chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. I'd like to read that to you now. The story of two builders. When Jesus was here upon the earth, 
There were a great many people who followed him, hoping to receive the good things he was able to give, but who were very careless about obeying him. As he said, they were always calling him their master, but didn't do the things he taught. To warn them against this, one day he told a story about two men who were planning to build a house. The first man was very careful about everything. He selected rock for the foundation of his house. He used only the best of materials and saw to it that all parts were fastened together firmly. The second man used the earth for his foundation, bought cheap materials, and was very careless about how the parts were nailed together. His house looked very well from the outside, but the real test came one day when a great storm blew up. Close to both houses was a stream that overflowed its banks. Rushing against the house that was poorly built, the stream began to wash away its earth foundation, and before long the walls caved in with a mighty crash. The house was completely ruined. The same rain and wind beat down upon the other house, the same stream rushed against its sides. But since this house was so strongly built and had rock for its foundation, the stream did not even shake it. It was just as secure after the storm as before. People who hear God's words and do them, Jesus said, are like the man who built the strong house but people who are not careful to obey, like the man who built the weak house that was destroyed by the storm. I hope you've enjoyed these stories about the wrens and the parable of the builders. I'd like to close again with this reminder by Cecil Francis Alexander. All things bright and beautiful all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Join me again for more parables from nature in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.